thank you. Thank you so much. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good noon, good night, good dusk, good desk. Welcome to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Sean Conroy. Also with me on the show today, as often as ever, as always, Amber Kenny is here. Hello. Oh, and Smudgy. You, Smudgy. You, you gotta knock that out. He was being so good until he said we were recording. Not a fan of the podcast. Smudgy does not care for the podcast. I go back and because um the YouTube of the episode that he appeared on, somebody put the exact time code where he like makes his weird sound. And occasionally Jeff and I just watch that. <laughs> <laughs> It's like looking at baby videos or something. Let's see our boy when he became a star. He goes, bah! That was like the 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 first time Little Orphan Annie appeared on The Tonight Show. <laughs> I think I said this before, but I read a, 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 I don't know where, a comment on some podcast, probably a Besser improv for humans podcast <laughs> where somebody wrote like i think sean conroy is really funny but his references are oh yeah i don't know what kind of life he's lived because i just don't understand <laughs> time traveler <laughs> and like they compared it to when uh i forget who one of the one of the like who's the chef with all the with the spiky hair the uh Oh, Guy Fieri. Guy, he's like it's it's like when Guy Fieri talks about studying for studying in France for ten years. I'm just like, <laughs> what was this guy's life? <laughs> when did the hair happen? Before or after France? <laughs> right. But like, yeah, I, I, yeah, whatever. I do, I do make weird references. What can I say? Uh, it tickles me. Uh, so anyway, the first time that uh, Little Orphan Annie was on. Uh, the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson in 1936. It was an amazing episode. <laughs> <laughs> worth the, the actual Little Orphan Annie. Yeah, not exactly. The, <laughs> the one that the character was based on. Sure. Um, it is, of course, we are recording this on a holiday, uh, which I was oh, not aware right. of. I felt very disconnected from the world this morning. I went out to get uh, some food and I was going to go into this little store I really like over in Los Feliz and pick up a thing or two. And I got there and the store was closed and I was like, what is going on? What's this all about? And of course it turns Canadian out- Canadian Thanksgiving. Today is, well, it is, it is- I know. Columbus Day <laughs> and Indigenous Peoples Day, which is- an interesting combination of well i i think there's a cause and effect there yeah it's like oh you know it's, sorry it's, today <laughs> is hitler's birthday and rosh hashanah happy day everybody. Yeah. um but yeah i thought that was a weird uh uh combination of things it's weird know. that people still close for columbus day well, they're closing for Indigenous Peoples Day. They're, okay, good. They would be open for Columbus Day. Yeah. Um, it is the uh, ha happy, uh, Merry Christmas and happy Good Friday. It's the same. Uh, 
the day that Christ was born and the day he died. Uh, it's the... <clears throat> oh, no. <laughs> well, it's... <laughs> it is the 4th of July and Election Day. It is okay. the day that the, the framers decided this would be the greatest democracy in the history of the world and the day that that is... Um, anyway, so, uh, the store was closed, which was very disappointing, but at least I got, and I only went there to go to this little store that's over there. Well, Los Feliz isn't an easy place to park, like to go there for no reason. Right. And, and, and it's not, I mean, it's not that far from where I live, but it's like a, Mm -hmm. It's like a 15-minute drive from where it's I live. It's a hop, skip, and a jump. Right. It's a skip, at least, <laughs> with a hop and a jump. Well, I don't know what order you're supposed to do those things. Um, but the store was uh, was closed. and uh, But at least there's a good breakfast place over there, so I got a couple of breakfast tacos. Nice. What am I, turning into Jamie? I'm, I'm... <laughs> you went to Home State. I did. I did. Uh, I love Home State. It's good. Tijuana Panther is my jam. What's in it? Uh, I couldn't even tell you. It's like brisket uh, and cabbage. Just, I mean, coleslaw. <laughs> and... It's like an Irish dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else. Potatoes, hard, you know, boiled potatoes. <laughs> um, anyway, it's it's good. And I only got, I usually get some kind of like, uh, you know, all those breakfast tacos have eggs, like bacon and eggs, sausage mm-hmm. and eggs, eggs and eggs. And I got, uh, I didn't do that. I got no eggs. I got beans. Oh, you got like a, like a, a lunch taco. And, a th- and it was, uh, it was tremendous. Mm-hmm. Then I got home, I opened my fridge and I saw that I had a pint of strawberries. Like I'm fucking Captain Queeg or something. So I cut up some. Wait, who? <laughs> I don't understand his references. <laughs> I hope there's uh, there's definitely some people listening to this who know Captain Queeg was the captain on the ship in the Kane Mutiny, and it okay. is he has strawberries in the fridge, and he's very excited about the strawberries, and somebody eats the strawberries, oh. and he loses. I mean, he's already like going crazy, and he loses his mind about the strawberries. And Humphrey Bogart plays Captain Quig in the movie, and he's like, wow, we need to figure out who ate the strawberries. <laughs> I mean, they can ward off uh, scurvy. They've got a lot of vitamin it's true. C. It's true. So it's an important... I, I don't think that's why he was excited about them, but that's right. absolutely true. A lot of the the old-time British Navy, they, they, they had a lot of oranges, but they really wanted strawberries. They just <laughs> they couldn't, uh, they couldn't uh, make it happen. Um... But, uh, yeah, the world is uh, falling apart pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. A lot of horrific uh, stuff going on. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this because I, I heard a thing today that distressed me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> many, many things. But, no, I heard somebody saying that because – so I'm talking, obviously, about the – the Hamas and the Israelis and, you know, all the stuff that's going on in the Middle East, which, by the way, it was my understanding 
that Jared that was solved. solved. Yeah. 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 He, he was like, wasn't weren't they trying to nominate him for the Nobel Peace Prize because he had solved Middle East peace? I know I, I did a write-in vote for him, so. Um, it's like the Kids' Choice Awards. You just, <laughs> you just vote online. But yeah, he, he, he solved all that. So I don't know why they're still going back and forth about it, because he fixed it. But uh, right. And I think he got the Presidential Medal of Freedom or something. I mean, he got, maybe he just got a bonus of some sort. He got a lot of money, I know, like at a, one point. Like a bonus in his check. <clears throat> and he got security clearance, which was great. But anyway, apparently the Iranians are involved in backing Hamas. And so I heard somebody today saying, I would not be surprised at the extent to which Israel will react and go after the Iranians for their involvement in this, including it would not surprise me if they used a nuclear weapon on Iran. Uh, and it's fucking scary. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> it just feels, I mean, it has felt for a while, like we're living in a really dark, wild time. Mm -hmm. but this feels like it's kicked that up a notch. Like, I don't know when, so when I was a kid, Back when I was a kid, everybody, back when Little Orphan Eric <laughs> showed up on The Tonight Show. Um, you know, there was always, the, that was the thing that hung over the world at that time, mm. was the threat of nuclear war. I mean, we used to have, you know, drills in, there, there were not active shooter drills when I was in school. There were nuclear war drills where you would go down in the basement and put your head up against the wall with your hands over your head so that when they found your shadow burned into the side of the building after the bomb dropped, it would be in this shape. I don't understand why that was, but um, but then that sort of went away, it felt like. Like that kind of ended in... The Cold War. Yeah, you know, like 1989, the wall comes down and everybody, you know, Eastern Europe opens up and the Soviet Union separates and... But it feels like uh, it feels like that stuff is back, and I, I just you know, it feels. I mean, I, I first of all, let me just say that any fact-based information on this show, <laughs> take it with a grain of It could be nothing. Like there's <laughs> no way. Not, don't cite this as your not a history podcast. Your yeah. Paper, please. Yeah, like. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. We're and all like, I read a tweet that had a headline. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, I saw an answer on Jeopardy once that I remember. Like, that's right. where, um, also, Twitter doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> right. Oh, God. But Twitter, apparently in this whole thing, it's just become like the misinformation on Twitter has gone through the roof just in the well, days yeah. of this stuff. On X. On X, yeah. Um but uh, it just, again, not knowing much about anything, but knowing the little I do know about mm -hmm. how World War One started. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Look, the Black Man of Serbia assassinated Archduke Ferdinand. I heard that before. And the... 
But what, it, what I guess what it, what it reminds me of is how World War One. They say it was like just a bunch of misunderstandings and mm-hmm. you know whatever. And like this per, this country was allied with this country. So when this country got into it with this country, these people right. get in and whatever. And all of a sudden, within two months, and it took two months, but within a couple of months, the entire world was at war. But that was all like letters and shit, like. Yeah, right. Wouldn't everything go quicker now? Right. Now they can just read it on on X. <laughs> and, uh, be like, well, I guess we're at war with them. Uh, anyway, it feels not good. Not good. Um, and of course, it's obviously horrific. There's so much about it that's completely horrific. But uh, it, it, I don't know. I I don't really even know what I'm trying to say. But it just feels like every time. I wake up in the morning, there's another thing that's really fucked up that's happening in the world, whether it's in this country or in the world at large, that is unexpected and, and disconcerting in some way. So I think that's a great place to start the show. So the vibes are right. (laughs) Boy, I did, uh, I did ask Kat the other night, talk about the vibes are right. I did ask Kat the other night and it was, you know, I hosted the show. The other, this other guy and I came out to host the show. Is this the one that you talked about or did you get to do no, it no, again? No, this is another one. Oh, uh, nice. I mean, that's cool because you, you were <clears throat> stating that it felt like you had, you got to do it infrequently. And the fact that well, it happened twice. Here's what I would say is two things. We'll see if I get to do it again anytime soon. That glasses always happen. But also, <laughs> I think what it was, here was my sense of it. Mm-hmm. Without getting into it, there was somebody doing monologues at the show who is somebody that I have known for a very long time. Not well, but like I know this person. And my sense was that because this person was on the show – that they were like, who who do you want to have in the cast? And this person was like, what about this? What about Sean? He's somebody I know from from back in the day. So that's how I ended up on this show. It wasn't like, oh, he did such a great job last week. Let's have him again in two weeks. But we'll see. We'll see. I, yes, you're right. The gla- Let the glass. I mean, we don't even have to have a glass. It could be a saucer. And let's just let it <laughs> just spread out. So pour it right in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I always like to talk to the audience. I said this before. I always like to talk to the audience at the top of the show and say, like, what's going on? How are you guys doing? What's anybody here from out of town? You know, the classic. Uh, <laughs> but we always try to get people to tell or I always try to get people to tell we I the royal we I'll use uh, try to get people to tell stories, funny, interesting stories from their life. Like is something did something interesting happen to you. And we had somebody this week who told a story about her friend. This was so fucked up. It was her friend's birthday and somebody brought her friend uh, like a bunch of chocolate covered mushrooms. Like magic mushrooms? Yeah, yeah. So there's a bunch of people there celebrating this guy's birthday and somebody shows up with a bag full of mushrooms. Okay. And I takes a couple of the mushrooms and is like, let's do mushrooms. And everybody, everybody else was like, no, 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 I'm not. I don't. <laughs> so this poor guy was tripping on mushrooms <laughs> at his own birthday party when everybody else was just sober. It's uh, kind of fun. It's <laughs> me. Um, 
But then the second person who told the story, and they were they were a little more reluctant than usual. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of going, yeah, it doesn't oh, matter. You there's going to be something good here. Yeah, you guys, whatever, it, you know. So the second, silence. I will not talk about this on a podcast immediately after. So, right. Oh, I always say that. Like, <laughs> talking in a room full of strangers. But um, they were like, uh, yeah, we live across the street from an Airbnb and there's always people in and out of there and they're having huge parties. Nightmare. Yeah. And I was like, Oh God. And then she goes, but this one guy was there for a couple of days last week. And we were like, Oh, he's quiet. It's great. Like we're not whatever. And it turns out, then they look out the window and there's like police and an ambulance and and die. Yes. Oh my God. She tells this story at the beginning of the show and it just like, it's like popping a balloon in terms of yeah. like, this is a comedy show yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of a guy who, who died of an overdose in an Airbnb. And we were just like, uh, okay, like, great. Thank you for participating. And, you know, she was reluctant in her defense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Not as reluctant as she should have been. Um, <laughs> but uh, so so it was like, talk about digging yourself a hole at the top of a show. Um, and we tried to like get one more person to tell a story. Like now everybody knows that we're in a fucking deep hole. So it's like, right. how are we going to get out of this hole? Let's have somebody tell us just a funny. Oh, th- no. Yeah. And. I mean, it was it was ultimately fine, but like the next person raises their hand. She's like, "I got a story," and it's like, "Okay, what's your what's your horrific?" <laughs> yeah, and it was like, "Well, I have a roommate who's kind of gross, and they went to and I don't even know. It still cracks me up that this was important to the story. They went to Michigan, and then they went to Florida, and then they came back, and they had fleas when they came back to the apartment. So we got fleas in the apartment." <laughs> And it's like, are you blaming the whole state of Michigan? And that's what I said. I was like, so Florida and Michigan both have large fleet populations, <laughs> and you pick things up on the way. But also, like, this is a person in a theater full of people <laughs> saying, "My roommate had fleas," and it's like, uh, Smudgy immediately is like, "Shut the fuck up about fleas." Um, but anyway, we 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 the show ended up being really fun and we actually got a standing ovation at the end of the show from one guy, one guy stood up and was cheering. So, uh, I actually, afterwards I was like, ah, I should have taken a picture of that guy because I just thought it was so funny that one guy in like the second row was standing up and nobody yeah. got up to join. Like, you know how sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 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 You just get peer pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And nope, nothing. I forget who I was talking to recently and they were saying how at the end of like, almost any I want to say Broadway show but even like a Broadway show that's in Los Angeles like any that level type show it feels like mandatory that you stand and applaud I forget who I was talking to we've talked about this before where I will not do that (laughs) it must be you it must have been you (laughs) 
And I remember specifically going to see Les Mis on Broadway with my family. And you were like, <laughs> and somehow, like, and when I say with my family, I mean all my brothers and some of their wives and my parents and everybody. And somehow, I don't remember how this happened. A couple of the tickets were up in the mezzanine and everybody else was down in the orchestra. So guess who got stuck sitting up in the mezzanine? It's sometimes a better seat for a musical because you get to see the whole picture. Right. I'm that's, just saying. that's fair. And uh, I always try to see the glasses half full. So thank you for helping. <laughs> no, it whatever. I I'll, I can get into it in a second. Jeff and I recently, sometimes we watch YouTube on our TV, especially if it's like we're waiting for food to be delivered and we know we only have 15 minutes. So it's like we're not going to put on a movie. We're not going to put on a TV show. And so you know that one... you can stop those things and then start them again, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I need to, it to end. Um, <laughs> but one that was recommended to us was like how to find the best seat for a Broadway show. And so we were like, let's watch it. And then it was like the most boring, obvious motherfucking information. It was like... But one of them was like the mezzanine is sometimes better than the orchestra because you might be just like this the whole time and not see the full like choreography. But the other ones were like, there might be something in front of you. Like it, it was very funny. It was like how to get good seat tickets. Don't get it from a scalper. Like it was, it was very funny. It was very funny. It was almost helpful. Don't sit behind a tall person. Right. It was like sit where you like to sit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so Les Mis ended and everybody was like, yeah, and I was like, I thought it was good. (laughs) I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I didn't go. Um, Are you saving that? It felt like everybody was doing obligated, not because of the quality of the show. Right. Like we paid so because they were moved it better be an incredible experience, you know? Right, and when we saw so do when you we saw Book of Mormon, when you when it's like, yes, mm-hmm. when we saw Book of Mormon, I was like, <laughs> you were like, ah! you took off your shirt. No, I was like, <laughs> I was turning everybody around us and going, get up, get up, throw your wave your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. Um. <laughs> by the way, that idea of the. The video about how to get good seats at Broadway or at show, how to get good theater seats just reminds me of how we live in a world full of influencers. Like everybody wants to be a fucking influencer at this point. So everybody's looking for their angle. And most people's angle apparently now is how to be an influencer. Like that's their, that's, the way to be an influencer is to make videos about how to be a good influencer, like how to get more followers. But it feels like with something like that, somebody's like, what's my niche? My niche is how to sit mm-hmm. in good seats, you know? Well, and it's also funny that, I don't know. I'm, I'm on, I'm torn whether it's good or bad because on some level, like just go to Broadway and figure it out. But we live in, the other side of it, the audience side of it, that people are like Googling, like where to sit Broadway. Like the the fact that there was a market for that is fascinating. 
Yeah. Like people have to know everything ahead of time. And I get it a little bit. Like anxiety is real. But people did it for a long time before you knew where to sit. You know, you just went and you were like, I guess these are our seats. I didn't know where we were sitting, but, but I mean, know. it's a pretty big investment to like be scared. Like, what if we just spent a lot of money and <clears throat> we did it wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like life is about taking chances and seeing what comes <laughs> up. And if you look at things with the glass half full, it's always something good. Mm-hmm. You know, what if you do sit mm-hmm. behind a That's tall so- person? Then you go home and you sketch the back of a neck because that's what you've been looking at. And you're like, this is a great representation of what people look like from the back in this little area. Um, and I'm going to, that reminds me, I might start an influencer account about how to sketch the back of people's necks and, and see. That's a good idea. Get a lot of followers. All right. We always start the show with a segment that we call checking in. So let's start today with Amber checking in. Yeah, um, it's funny that we've gotten this far because my vibes are strange for the state of the world. I had today off, not because of a holiday. I took the entire week off. I'm going to a friend's wedding at the end of the week, and I just had time off. And today the whole summer, I really couldn't a, take a, a lot of time off because right. I was doing two jobs. So I, was, I we the office was not closed today. Oh, okay. today counts as a vacation day. Um, so I took the whole week off and I did something today, which is very apropos of what we were just talking about that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. Like I, I actively wanted to, but then was nervous to, do you ever get this? Do you know what I'm talking about? And every time I, every time I skydive, yes. <laughs> and there's no reason why it would make me anyway i went to a korean day spot like i literally like my hair is still wet i just got back um and it was lovely it was great but i guess i get why i was nervous because the things that freaked me out were truly like where do i park like it was it's all the like how do i physically get in the door and then um because you dress for the spa before you go, right? Wait, like, what? You dress for the spa before you go. Like Korean day spa, you're just naked the whole time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you're always yeah. prepared for that. So you're like, how can I park as close to the door as possible? <laughs> oh, right. I, I came naked. Yes. <laughs> um, But also, you hinted at it. But like people who are like, yeah, you got to go. It's great. The whole first floor that you go on is just women and you have to be naked the whole time and it and then you get on an elevator and they, you put on shorts and a t-shirt that they give you and then there's all these other rooms but it's co-ed and then you go like everything they said I was like okay I'm scared that I'll do it like I'll accidentally be on the wrong floor and like the wrong clothes or something um anyway and then I was like for a while, I, I was like, maybe I should go with a friend for the first time. But it's also really, it's a very, very intimate thing to be like, hey, do you want to spend the day naked with me? You know, like it's. Oh, that's why I called you back and said I didn't want to go. <laughs> um, so I went and 
Oh, I was also debating. They have like services there, like massages and like body scrubs. And I was debating whether I was going to do that. And I decided to just go like baby step it. Like I was just going to the spa and checking it all out and and getting the lay of the land. And um, that's what I did. And at first I was like, what? This was a bad idea. Because I was just like in the hot tub, like naked by myself and everyone else is Hi, like, <laughs> I'm what's your name right everyone else is like kind of in groups of people like <laughs> chatting and i'm like oh my am i like the or there there were people who were because it was also strange because i it my inclination is to people watch but it's so in, insanely inappropriate to people watch people Doreen, look that woman is by herself and she's right. staring at us I know. and she has opera glasses <laughs> but then there was people that i was like oh man they're cool like they do this all the time like they're by themselves but they had like everything down like they had a big water bottle and they had maybe a book i was like oh a book that would have been so smart <laughs> um and yeah they give you shorts and a t-shirt and like slippers that you have to wear to go to the co-ed floor and you can't I, bring your own shorts and t-shirt no you have to wear theirs yeah. like truly <laughs> no i know <laughs> and um i went up to the co-ed floor and I didn't I was I was like maybe I'll just check it out because it's weird I don't know but I was like I loved the co-ed floor um I had there was a restaurant and I had some of the best soup I've ever had in my whole life oh great soups at the spas and there was there was um like a clay sauna so I was like oh I get it it's a room made out of clay yes but more than that, the floor is little like clay balls. Like it's almost like um, like a a ball pen at McDonald's, but it's tiny clay balls. So they're all hot because they get heated up in the sauna, and you lay in them, and they're really noisy. But the, I loved that one quite a bit. Did anybody say things like "my balls are really warm right now" or anything? <laughs> Probably. Well, that was the other thing. There was like nap areas with heated floors and mats. And I was like, okay. And I laid down there for a second. But there was like a little girl just like fully playing a video game really loudly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it felt um, like I've been to spas that are very like juji, like silence is golden. It felt more relaxed than that, which I didn't mind. The ones that um, were juji were not Korean spas, right? Like they Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, into those, yeah. and I always I'm like, okay, fine, I'll shut off my video game. <laughs> um, but I I really loved it, and it's so silly, but I'm proud of myself for going because yeah. I I I was like, oh, on Monday I could go to the Korean because it's also insanely close to me. It's like a mile away, and I I could go. And then throughout the day, I was like, well, you know, maybe I I kept having excuses not to. I was like, Amber, just go and i'm so glad i did i feel great i can't wait to go back and get like a full like massage and the whole deal and so could you conceivably go with jeff and he would go to the other floor and then you guys could meet up in and have soup to, to shorts yeah yes yes there was like i was eating soup that was the other cool thing 
I don't know. Well, so far, it's been all very cool things. So please. You don't know if I'm being like offensive. Stop saying so many cool things. So like wowed by another culture. But in the little restaurant, there, there was like a section with tables and chairs. But then there was just um, like a step. And it wasn't even like it's it's probably not ADA compliant in the least because it wasn't it it's not it's like a big step like it was like stepping onto a stage almost um but that whole floor they had tables low to the ground and then ch- chairs but it was just um like a <laughs> I don't know how to explain this but it was on the ground and it just had a seat so you were basically sitting on the ground and the ground was so like eating. a couch or a chair. Like a chair is no. on the ground. You know that, right? Yeah, that's what I I knew you were gonna do this. <laughs> like my my butt, there was like I was sitting on a seat that was thin, and then it's the ground. Like you're basically on the ground and so no, the, no legs on the chair. Correct. Correct. That that would legless been- chair. That would have maybe helped with my like a booster seat, but on the ground. Yes, but and then the ground is heated. It's like a tile. Play balls. (laughs) No, that was a different room. Oh, so so that it just like felt kind of cool and Korean and comfortable to be like. I'm sitting in my shorts and my t-shirt and my weird slippers, and I'm sitting on the ground. But around me, it's like groups of friends and like couples eating. And I'm just eating my soup by myself. <laughs> like a weirdo. Doreen, she followed us up here from downstairs and she's still staring at us. I was like, book, next time book. Because <laughs> like before the soup came, I was just like. She's trying to make it look like she's eating soup, but she's actually just observing us. I think we might be under surveillance of some sort. <laughs> or she's just creepy. Um. But yeah, it was it was really really great, and it's really close to home. And so now that I've like pulled the bandaid off, that is something that I can do again. It's open twenty four hours a day. And how long were you there for? Probably like two hours. Uh-huh. I could have been longer, but I needed to get back to podcast. Right. Well. <laughs> We are going to do a live episode from the Korean spa next. Oh man! No, I've never yeah. been. I've never been to a Korean spa, so I gotta. I gotta check that out. You gotta check it out. I I I highly recommend it. I would. I would. I wouldn't. I I would not. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't do the naked thing. Like I would just be fully just clothed skip. in there. No, no, no. I'd go in, but I oh, would. they won't let you. Like that's the other weird thing is I like think they're like we can discuss it. I think we can. They're like it's mandatory nude, and I was like. Like in what? Why? Like what? What? I I feel like that's unenforceable. You know, like you can't just you can't just they'll kick you out. Well, let them try. Okay, I know a thing or two about being kicked out of places. But the other thing that was funny is that all of the women were wearing the same yellow T-shirt, and all of the men were wearing the same white T-shirt. Like it felt very. Like yeah, <laughs> and I kept being like, "Oh, they must work here." No, I'm also wearing that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your new life, Amber. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I remember when I was in, uh, where was I? I was in Hungary about 10 years ago. And they had, I mean, what, I'm, now I'm not even, now I'm blanking on the name of the city. What's the capital of, what's the capital of Hungary? Damn it. Uh, uh, is it Perth or Melbourne? No, those are both Australia. Wait, when did you go to Hungary? I like we recorded a podcast this whole time. Uh, <laughs> it was like 2012, I think. Oh, okay. Um, so it was while the podcast was going on. So I probably have already told this story, but there's Hungary. It's the Budapest. Budapest, right? Buda and Pest, two two cities. Yeah. I, knew was, I knew it was two cities, but I can't remember. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, of course. Budapest. But anyway, Budapest is on top of a lot of hot springs. Mm. So one of the things in Budapest is they have these bathhouses you can go to where uh, uh, there's lots of different temperature baths that you can go into. I mean, that's that's that was the naked part was there's a warm bath, a hot bath, a cold right, bath. Right. So but this is Hungarian, not not uh Korean. Korean. so it's you know and there's no none of this clay balls bullshit uh, <laughs> honestly that's fart <laughs> like you're missing out hungry <laughs> <laughs> the seats come all the way up to your butt you don't have to go down to the you know. all the way up to your butt <laughs> that's a high seat uh but <laughs> i didn't know about this until i got there and i was reading a travel guide and it was like you can just go and they will give you a swimsuit to wear. Like you, you can rent a swimsuit. Like it's, it's, that's like a normal thing is, is what it sounded like in this guidebook. Oh no. I feel like we're set up, setting up for, they're like, sir, where are your pants? (laughs) No, no, it wasn't that bad. But so I went to, I went to this place and I go in and I mean, I don't know if you know a lot about me, but you probably know I don't speak Hungarian or or any other, you know, I mean, I know Al Hrabowski was the mad Hungarian. He was a pitcher in the major leagues back in the 1970s. Where do these references come from? <laughs> he had a great big, like one of those mustaches. Oh, cool. Like, um, like Her- Hercule. Hercule Poirot, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway... I made it understood to them. I was like, I understand you guys rent swimsuits. Can I rent a swimsuit? And they were like, it took so long to know what I was saying. And then they were like, okay. And this one guy just buy one. He was like, come with me. And then we walked about seven miles into this building. Uh There was no, like we had to go through where all the, the baths were and there was no way to get around them really. So except for like very narrow dividers. So I was like balancing on these slippery things. Well, and he's very used to yeah, like he, and there's yeah. people in the baths and I was like afraid that I was gonna fall in and it was steamy. It just was crazy. And then we get to this laundry room way down in the bowels of the of the spa i guess it's a, i don't know what it's called but and you never want to be in the bowels of anything you know mm. you don't want to bowels are not that's not where you you don't want to and so he gives me this swimsuit and of course it's like seven sizes too small you know oh i thought you were gonna go the other way but... no 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 
no, there's no people. There's no people anywhere who are like my size, you know? So I'm like, okay, here I go. But then it was the same thing where I go and I sit in the bath and everybody else is with a bunch of people (laughs) (laughs) chattering away in Hungarian. And I'm just like, Hey everybody, how's it going? What's <laughs> do they serve soup here? You know. Um, but at least I went. At least I went. You know. Yeah. It was winter time because there was a big like Olympic sized pool outside too. Hungarians, I don't know if you know this, but Hungarians have been very successful in the Olympics in the swimming category over the years. They're big, big swimmers in in Hungary. Um, so they had this gigantic pool, and it was just too cold you know ah. so, uh, i'm staying in also you know i didn't want to be walking around the pool deck in my tiny little <laughs> well, like playing chicken by yourself yeah. marco <laughs> there's nobody here i'm winning i guess um <laughs> well i grew up at a hot spring you know that right no. like the, the community that i grew up in the reason that um a lot of people settled there. Like it has a great history, that land, but there are natural hot springs. Wow. And um, it was right above Glen Ivy hot springs, which were created because there was natural hot springs there. And so I grew up in like a spa or a spa adjacent situation at all times. And so I think there was also something very home and familiar about today for that reason. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I do that too sometimes where I just go somewhere and have two adults <laughs> scream at me because I'm fucking things up. <laughs> that feels, that feels very homey to me. You know, they go, why are you not doing better in school? And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I was going to do a whole thing, but I feel like I've already talked enough about a variety of, horrific stuff so why don't we get into parting shots and since we're doing parting shots let's start today with amber cool again um i started with the with the spa day as my checking in because my vibes are not matching the like i feel good (laughs) And so it's going to be, I'm delivering this in a weird oh, way. And you're saying in the situation in the world, you're the opposite of that right now. Well, and what I'm about to talk about. Oh. Uh, um, But I'm feeling really good. And that's okay. Like both things can be true. People are complicated. Very um, good. I could be present in my body and dealing with something. But um, DreamWorks just had another mass round of layoffs um i was fine i survived i guess um i don't know if i was fine it sounds like a reality show (laughs) i got the rose Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but it's i mean really really sad obviously and hard and scary and um it means i'm going to be taking on more work without a razor promotion, like a uh, story of my life. Um, but the thing that I found interesting is because I was a little, I've gone through this several times now, and I know that it's really hard um, 
and scary, like personally, and then you feel really bad for the people who are laid off. But what I didn't account for this round, so many of the people on my direct team and like my employee are very, very young. These are, this is like my employee's first job. And I wasn't braced for how hard they were going to take it Mm -hmm. and they were fine, but um, it makes sense. I mean, they're young. It's their first job. Uh, We're sort of drawn to corporate America because it's stable and to have, and to have that um, kind of taken away out of the picture. It's really scary. And so um, I had to spend a lot of last week just being like, like, I get it. Have you ever tried improv? (laughs) (laughs) But like, yes, it is scary. And you are fine. Like both things are true. It is complicated to be a human being. Um, But I also already had taken this week off and think. (laughs) (laughs) So all these people are let go, but they have to stick around for a few weeks to finish out their. their Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see what I come back to. Yeah. Could be just a wasteland when you get there. Mm hmm. What if you show up and there's like a lot of clay balls on the floor? Like people are like, yes. <laughs> yes, we are replacing all the intermediary workers with clay balls. Um, no, that sucks. I feel bad for them. I mean, getting fired is not fun. No, it's no. not a good feeling. Um, well, and it's not, it's just, yeah. It's not a stable time. No. Kind of like a expanding on what you were saying before of just like it's it's just it's scary every direction you look everything is very difficult Mm -hmm. right now i went out to i had a meeting the other day a lunch meeting with somebody and we i don't know if you know about lunch meetings we got lunch at this (laughs) wait 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 slow down It wasn't just a meeting. That was one. <laughs> it's not just a but like, like he got like a protein bowl of like eggs and, and chicken, you know, chicken of some sort. And uh-huh. I got a bacon and egg sandwich and we got two coffees and I was like, I'll cover it. And it was 60 bucks. You know? <laughs> it's just eggs like, are what? really expensive. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um, but, you know, you got to remind these guys like I so I was hired to host to co-host a show we've talked about this before to co-host a show on VH1 in like mm-hmm. 2001 I, I, uh-huh. I auditioned I was fantastic in the audition they loved pre-9-11 me. uh it was pre-9-11 or during 9-11 <laughs> it was my 9-11 um <laughs> No, it was uh, uh, Mark Marin was the host of the show, mm-hmm. and I was like a co-host of the show, and it was a celebrity celebrity panel show for VH1 where people would come in and do jokes about music videos and stuff. And you know, I, 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 it's funny to look back at and realize like this is the mistake I made because mm. what it was was I had two friends who were writing for the show; they were writing jokes for the 
for the co-hosts and for the celebrities. But I was also writing my own jokes that I thought were better than their jokes. Mm. They were because they were my jokes, not their jokes. <laughs> but when we did the run, you know, when we did the first taping of the show, mm-hmm. these guys had given me a bunch of jokes and they were my friends who were stand-ups who were just getting their first writing jobs. And I felt obligated to make them look good and do their jokes and my jokes. Mm. So it was like, I, I all over the place. Yeah, and I didn't need to do their joke. Like I should have just mm-hmm. been like, I don't fucking care. I'm doing my own thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so they came to me. One of the executives came to me backstage after the first shoot and was like, listen, because the production company loved me. VH1 was not sold. Right. Mm-hmm. So the executive from VH1, who was actually a guy I knew, uh, came to me backstage and was like, hey, listen, uh, we need you to be having more fun out there. You know, like like you're a, just a guy having fun at a party. And you're like, that's not me. Well, I literally <laughs> said to him, I go, just so you know, I am not a guy having fun at a party, even when I am a guy having fun <laughs> at a party. That's me yeah. it's funny yeah. to cast you and mark Marin, and they wanted party vibes like, okay. well let's just say the show didn't last long um but i so then i taped an episode and i was this was the famous story where my manager called me on a sunday morning my my jackie mason style manager my my jewish manager from queens and he was like show i have terrible terrible news terrible news but I don't want to leave it on your machine. <laughs> and as soon as I heard that, I was like, I knew I was fired because I was like, what else could it be? Like what other, right. did he call to tell me that my cousin died, you know? Right. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so I got fired and, and it was a big deal because like I had gone to, you know, I was teaching classes at UCB at the time, and I had gone to all my classes and said, "Sorry, I have to leave. I got oh, a job." And everybody was like, "I made it." Hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, God. that's exactly right. Like I was like, "I made it. I'm a success." And uh, and you know, I, I I do in the long run, I do feel like you got to understand that if you're fired, you will never be a success because. Oh my God, Sean! No, this is I am now. not. The advice I give. Uh, no, no, no. It's 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 you know, it worked out great. Everything went well for for a couple of weeks after that. Then nine eleven happened. <laughs> I I don't. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if it might. It have had really it after that. Yeah. There's no way that they were filming something in like October, it, November. It, well, it might have been in. It might have been in 2002. And the reason I say that is because 2001 is when I did a lot of like, I had gone to the Aspen Comedy Festival and I got Conan and I got like, I was, it was a very hot time. Up, up, up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a fucking rough road since then, but. uh, You're doing okay. Um, All right. Parting shots. Here's my, here's my thing. Very brief. Uh, I went shopping the other night at a supermarket called 
Trader Joe's. And I don't know if you're familiar oh, no. with Trader The Joe's. cookies keep getting recalled or whatever. Well, yes, there's always like <laughs> mercury in the chocolate chips or something. Um, but I, I, so it was a Friday night. It was like eight o'clock on Friday night. And, you know, that shows you how, how my social s- schedule goes. But they always want to talk to you at Trader Joe's. And I know oh, that right. that's like the, the business model. Yeah. So this guy's like, how's your Friday night going? And I was like, yeah, not so good. Okay. I mean, <laughs> no big plans, my friend. And he was like, yeah, me too. I'm going to keep it cool tonight. The only way my Friday night might be weird is if somebody comes up to me and just punches me in the face. Like, are you asking me? To? <laughs> That's right. I was like, I can do that, you know. And uh, I just thought that was such a weird direction to go. It's in weird. Of like, will you commit physical violence <laughs> on me to spice up my? So of- I could feel something. Yeah, Fight Club. I just want to feel something. Um. All right. Well, that's our show. Do you have anything? Anything you want to add before we go? Nope. I uh, <laughs> I want to go to a Korean spa now. I actually I, you should. It's um, it's just something like there were people I knew years ago who were always like, "We're going to the Korean spa. We're going to be there," and they would go for like seven hours at a time. Totally. Um, but I have never tried it, so maybe one of these days uh, I'll go down. I feel like there's there's a big one right across the street from uh, Dynasty Tipright. That's where I went. Oh, okay. That's where I went. That's the big one. Now I know. Now I know. So I could stop by the theater and see Jamie and then uh, go to the Korean. Jamie! (laughs) Want to come to the Korean style? Want to go go get naked? (laughs) That would be so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Let's send a selfie to the the Facebook group. No, there's like a strict no cameras. <laughs> like there's signs everywhere, which I actually really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because otherwise people would just be constantly photographed. Well, like if you took a selfie and there's naked people behind you. Like... <laughs> Sorry, sir. I'm in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, folks, this has been The Long Shot. It is a podcast. Please smash the subscription and put on the likes and comment comments. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would like to know how many people uh, are familiar with the mad Hungarian Al Horbosky from the, uh, the 19th. I, I feel like our listeners are, I think he was on the Detroit tigers, but I'm not sure. Um, and tune in next week and see how it went when we were not here during that time. <laughs> Bye. We'll see you next time. Now I just have to hit this thing. God damn it. Where is it? Oh no. How does it move? It does. It's the the button is not there. <laughs> You're stumbling Kinda like somebody else. When I lose both my hands, then I'll maybe have reason to doubt. That I'll hold you again And maybe you won't seem so sure That I'm missing my skin Because my skin is still missing yours And you're stumbling